this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Katie from the Crypt, starring your host, Katie, and my co-host, Daddy. Howdy, y'all. It's Daddy. It's Daddy, and here's Katie Bug. The movie we're reviewing today is Not From the South. A classic. Yeah, this is one of those uh, tentpole horror flicks. This what is, is that? It, a tentpole. It, it's a you know you have the, the big top right. The oh, tent, it's the, oh, it's yes, the, okay. the pole okay. in the middle holds it up. Oh. This is a tentpole. This is a, a cornerstone of the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's into horror knows this movie. Oh sure, I mean most people probably know this movie by heart. Or even the people that don't are not into horror have probably heard of this movie. Everybody has heard of this movie, and everybody has heard of its villain. This is a universal film masterpiece. Not just a film, it, a masterpiece. A masterpiece. Wow, that they had the same. Um, for all of its strengths. And where it falters, yes. I believe this movie is a masterpiece because of its imperfections. Yeah. What movie are we talking about today? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, it's so spooky. Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. That was interesting. Uh, You like that? (laughs) What what part? The ooh or my don't go to sleep? All of it? The whole ambiance? Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, So we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, a couple nights, Sunday night, Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this isn't your first time. You know, what's crazy is that we have never reviewed this movie. This is episode 49. Out of every other and one, we have never done this one. We never have. And, and we've done big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, like what? Um, like, uh, The Shining. Exactly. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Yes, Shining, yep. Yeah. Um, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. But I think did did we do did we do a remake or was that after we went on hiatus? Oh, but we did the original Pet, Pet oh, Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, we did that one. Um, which is a great movie. The original, it's fantastic. Uh, we did like Alien and Aliens. You know, we, we've done a lot. We've done all the classic. We've movies. done a lot of these, but we have never really touched upon like those. Slack. Oh well, you know why? Because you were you were kind of too late. I was like six. Well, you were eight when we started the show. Oh. And you know, and you weren't watching Halloween. You're not watching Friday the thirteenth. You know, you're too young for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole point of the show is is watching <laughs> horror movies for families. And those those movies are definitely not uh, for families with little kids. But you had seen this is actually the second time you've seen Yeah. I keep wanting to say Night of the Living Dead. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. So but do you remember the first time you saw? No. No. I remembered like little things. Yeah. Like some a couple scenes in the song, the mm-hmm. jump rope song and stuff like that. One, like two, Freddy's coming for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were you were pretty little when we saw these, mostly because your brother's a couple years older. Yeah. So it was kinda like you sort of you sort of kinda got swept in because I wanted to watch them with him and you wanted and to kinda I come watch downstairs. Them too. Oh, yeah. I wanna watch. Um, I get to see the cool things. I am pretty forgiving with a movie like this with a little kid because I saw this movie when I was five. <laughs> this movie came out in 1984, and I was yeah, I was like right at like five or six when this uh, might have come out on home video. I don't really remember. It was with my uncle William in St. Louis, <laughs> and so it was me, uh, my brother, my older brother Jamie, he's ten years older, 
and like the cousins, um, which were all like around Jamie's age, were all down in the den, you know, because this is a, this is in St. Louis, so like everybody's got basements, everybody's got dens, and we watched uh, The Exorcist, and yeah, oh man, that messed me up. Have we done that one. I don't know if we review. Oh, I, I, I yeah, did you hear that one? Yeah, the, no, that that yeah, that's a classic. And we watched. Uh, let me know. We watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and we watched some Twisted Sister videos. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I remember my mother, your your grandmommy, uh, being like, "I get the twisted part, but where's the sister?" <laughs> <laughs> they look like drag queens. They do. Yeah. Oh, what a great look. Oh, the 80s were so wonderful. Especially the early to mid 80s is the best 80s. And and this came this came out, you know, 1984 is a watershed year for for filmmaking in general. This movie's no exception. So, we're we're kind of getting back into some of these classics again. You're old enough now, you don't remember the originals. Nope. Nope. So, nope. so we're going to we're going to hit them. So we thought we'd we'd get this one in there. I can't believe we haven't reviewed it. Nope. It's sad almost. <laughs> it's sad. But you know, it's a mistake, but we're going to correct it. Yep. Okay. Easy fix. All right. So where do you want to start on this movie? Well, I guess we should start with a uh, summary maybe. Of All right. Let's do a quick summary. Uh, what do we taps in the movie? Yeah. Just a, just a quick overview because um, everybody kind of knows this movie. So... So what's a, what 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 is going on in Springfield in this town? Springfield Simpsons there. It's it's sort of like any town USA. <laughs> yeah. So um, well, it's this uh, guy named Freddie is chasing these teenagers in their dreams. Mm. Yeah, that's scary. Ooh. And trying to kill them. Typically, typically yeah. that's what one does. Yeah. When you chase them in their dreams. Um, yeah, so it's a slasher movie. Freddy Krueger is a uh, is a child murderer. Uh, the the grown ups uh, trap him in a boiler room. And they light him yep. on fire, and he dies. And that's the end of it, right? Vigilante justice As wins again. We thought. So. What a twist! That's right. Didn't quite work out that way because he vowed vengeance on the 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 people who killed him on their children. Right. Now that's just mean. Well, he did like killing kids, so it's like, I'll kill your kids, and that actually kind of makes sense. Uh, Wes Craven knows what he's doing. The man's got the goods. Um, yeah, so then that's it. It's, it's, uh, it's Freddy haunting these kids in the dream. You know, what's interesting is that we've got a group of four, all right? Okay. We've got two couples, and, and they started getting picked off one at a time. Our main character, Nancy, her dad's chief of police. Yep. And um, they were involved in the killing, of Fred, as we find we find out later. They fooled me with the main character, who it was. Oh, yeah? I thought it was the uh, the blonde girl. Oh, Tina. What's her name? Yeah, yeah Tina. Because it starts off. The I, movie yeah, starts I off thought with it Tina. was Tina, and then she yeah. died, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it's a t- Tina's Nancy's best friend. <laughs> and But I like it because she is important. Every Obviously, you know, Nancy's the final girl. But yeah. all of these characters have strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Tina's boyfriend, I can't think of what his name is. I don't know the guy's name. I know Tina and Nancy, but I don't know Johnny Depp. We're going to call him Barefoot. Barefoot. We'll call him Barefoot. Um, you know, he's like a greaser, biker guy. You know, up your nose with a rubber hose. I look at him, I think of grease. And like yeah, he's got the leather jacket. And he's a, he's a, he's a ne'er-do-well. But he's not a bad guy. 
you know, everybody's blaming him for the murder of Tina, but he's like, I wouldn't, I've never heard her, you know, I loved her. Um, and it's like, oh man, I feel, I feel bad for this guy because he's not, he's not a bad guy. He, he didn't. He did not like, put himself in situation. poor guy. They put him in jail and stuff, and he's just like, I didn't even do anything, because right. he didn't. He just watched it happen, and of course, like, you can't explain that stuff. Somebody just flying around the room with blood coming it, out of Exactly, yeah. Like, how do you How do you explain, explain that? that? Nobody's going to believe you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously, you're the guy that did it. Um, and, and that stinks. And that's kind of the nice thing, is like, it's a small group of people. It's only four. Obviously, the cast is bigger. They have parents. Oh, well, yeah, things. but like the main. The, the main group the is four. four. And... I think they're all interesting. They're all interesting characters. Mm-hmm. And you you don't have that in the other slasher movies. In like like Halloween, I don't really think outside of Jamie Lee Curtis and a couple people, I don't think they're that interesting. Definitely not uh, Friday the 13th. Like everybody is in that movie just to die horrible ways. <laughs> that is their purpose. There is no characterization. Uh, so this is this is a little bit... I think above par, this movie is. I don't know what par is. What is par? Par in golf. So when you play golf, mm-hmm. um, de- depending on like the course, like you know, round eight or whatever, it might say this is a par three, which means like you should be able to make this in three tries. Oh, okay. If, I was that in Wii Sports, and I was like, "What's a par?" If you make it like in like one lesson, it's like an eagle. If you go over to birdie or something like that, so. If you say this is above par, that means like you've got the average, and then you've got what's above. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Nightmare on Elm Street, at least the first one, is above par for the rest of those movies. Everybody talks about how great Halloween is. Yes, it was the first, but Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, kind of takes that genre to another level. It snatches up that genre and goes up the stairs, up the stairs, away. Do we want to talk about why we think, or at least I think, it kind of takes it up another level? Yeah. Now, I took notes. I got... I got... I got notes. I'm a child, so I'm not that invested. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're not. So. Okay. Well. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my notes, and then I'm gonna make that a jumping off point for your opinions because nobody's listening to this podcast because of me. <laughs> They're only listening because of you. So. I uh, I first thing I put from the very beginning when when uh, Freddie is making his glove. You know, we see the shot of Freddie creating his his finger like glove. Like two seconds. In and he was already writing down stuff in his notebook. I, I because uh, I love '80s horror music, heavy synth. I was gonna say the music in this movie yeah. is, is pretty awesome. That is great music. That is like the first thing that popped up in my head. Was it the the music in this is is quite glorious. It, glorious! <laughs> wow. I I I'm not I'm, I'm terrible with names. I don't know who did the soundtrack, the score for this movie, um, but. But it so captures 80-ness, that heavy scent, you know, kind of sounds. And it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. I love it. I listen to that music all the time on Spotify. Oh, I got Finn. Finn, Finn's wondering what's going on. He's like, look at my arm. are you okay? Are you okay? Why are you you mimicking 80 synth music? What's wrong with you? It's the 2020s. No, that is the very first thing. And right out of the gate. The soundtrack is outstanding, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we both agree on that. Yeah. Um, I put on here for some reason, plays like an episode of Goosebumps. Um, it's a little cheesy. The show's a little cheesy. Nancy is a little too earnest. 
Okay, so I also wrote, later on I wrote, screw your pass. Oh. So when the, the, the hall monitor's like, you don't have a pass. And she goes, screw your pass. It's, and she says it so earnestly. Uh, I thought it was like it was, she's like whisper yelling. Like, this is the most important, you know, ever, adults make fun of teenagers where it's like you think these problems matter. And they don't matter. And we're talking about a man who is literally murdering you and your friends. Yes, this matters. But the way the movie presents it, it's like those teenage problems. It's like, this isn't as important as you think it is. But in this case, yeah, actually it is. But the way they present it, it's just so cheesy. Everybody's... Nancy... Nancy's the worst girlfriend. Johnny Depp. Uh, who... Introducing Johnny Depp in this movie. It's his first, his first role. Uh, Let me just say, he has great hair. Yes. I wish every person had his hair. Well, every man had his hair. I wish I did. He's so fluffy. But he is just a beauty. Mm. He's quite beautiful. That's how he got that role. Um, I think in the commentaries, Wes Craven's talking about, um, he, he had a bunch of headshots, mm-hmm. like on a table, like at his house. And he's like, who do I pick for like the, the male lead? And he had like a couple of, I don't know if they were teenage daughters or like they were tweens, but they were like him. He's the cutest. He's quite and that's how Johnny Depp. He's quite on. pretty. He's a good-looking man, and he went on Twenty One Jump Street, a very famous show, and of course. And then he turned into Willy Wonka. And then he turned into Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a little weird. Uh, he plays with Alice Cooper in a band now, I guess. So that's cool. What were we talking about? I can't remember. Uh, oh, goosebumps. Yeah, so it's just very earnest. Uh, Nancy. Nancy can't enjoy herself. They're all over at uh, Tina's house. They're kind of partying. Tina and her boyfriend are making out up in another room. And, Skip and, that part. And she's just like, I just don't. I, Tina's up there. We just need to be here for Tina. And it's like, Tina is fine. I mean, until she gets murdered. But it's like, she's all right. Like, well, why are you being such a, at least put, let's put on a movie. Let's, let's eat a pizza. I guess the boyfriend's like, let's just go. And she's like, but we have to be here for Tina. We have to be here for Tina. Oh, there's just such a stick in the mud. So, yeah, it's the acting in this movie. This is one of the things I think are kind of its <laughs> faults, but I love it anyways. Even Johnny Depp's acting's his line delivery is not great in some of these. You know, or there's like a line where he's like, you know, most of the time when you have something like that, I just tell myself to wake up. And this is the way he says it. It 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 sounds like he's reading a cue card off screen behind the camera. Of course, we know Johnny Depp is a good actor. <laughs> there's no question of that. But at the time... Like, some of the parents are not great. The mother, in particular, I don't find tisk, to be a very tisk. good actress. What, what, do you, what do you mean, tisk, tisk? The way she was, well, also just, like, her character being, like, it's just a dream. Right. When she knew what was happening. She yeah, knew yeah. who Freddy Krueger was. It was like, oh, I would strangle you. You are so mean. Just yeah. like, it's just a dream. And she's like, she has like his glove in like her and, furnace. And, hat. and it's like, yeah, 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 are you glove. serious? Yeah, yeah, she's keeping the glove uh, downstairs in their basement from when they killed him. Mm. And and so Nancy's like, this guy said he's going to kill me in, in my dreams and stuff. And she's just playing off like, oh, you just need to sleep more and get over this. And it's like, woman, you literally had all of the secrets. This whole time. And that's why Freddie's trying to kill Nancy in particular. Because her mom's got all of his stuff. Like her mom's the most involved. Uh, yeah, that's nuts. Like, why are you hiding this? But it bums me out a little bit more. Because I don't I don't know who that actress was. I don't, But I don't, I don't think she was that good. And 
she carries so much emotional weight. Those scenes between the mother and Nancy. They were always like so trying to be so heartfelt. And they are. They are. There's a lot going on. Um, the mother's an alcoholic and, and Nancy's kind of gives her a hard time about that. And, and then when you hear kind of about the story about them mur- literally murdering somebody who killed children, it's like, yeah, it might drive you to drink. There's a, there's a lot of heart to it that unfortunately doesn't really come across because the mom's kind of a blank slate. Like, she just sort of reads everything kind of flat. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, okay, so I've got some more notes here. But I can't read any of my writing. <laughs> I put, uh, you guys have finger knives? My guy, oh, <laughs> when they were, when Nancy was talking about in the dream, this is what I meant by goosebumps. She's like, I had a dream last night, and there was this guy with knives on his fingers. And then the other girl's like, oh, I also had a dream the other night with a guy with knife fingers. And it was just, it was goofy. It was, it was just goofy. It was like his fingernails were knives. And then cue music. And then like this mu- bum, bum, bum kind of music would play afterwards. And it was just, it was a little soap opera. It's a little cheesy. Does not take away from the movie in the least. In fact, it probably makes it better. It makes it better. I think it actually enhances the movie. Um, you were laughing during the uh, during Tina's bedroom death. So, do you want do you want to describe how that how that scene sort of plays out? Like, kind of what's what's happening there, or shall I? Uh, I, I shall. Okay. My podcast. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> yeah, your name's on the title. So, um, so they're, they're in the bed, and they're just chilling there, and it's like, shows in her dream, and she's like, well, this might be good, but she's like, running around, and Freddie's like, I'm going to get you. Right, she's yeah. just like, oh. The it's one thing I her. pointed out about that, she's running from a sheep. Yeah, there was a sheep. There was just like a sheep, and she was like, what, she looked so horrified. What's she, that sheep doing down her. in a basement? That's creepy. Oh, I got chased by a sheep one time. You got chased. We and got it sheep. was horrifying. Yeah, we have a sheep at, at your grandma's house, and that sheep and it chases just, you. It horrified me. So do you so. understand? You know how mean sheep can be. She's probably encountered sheep before. That's why they're in her dream. She's like, I gotta get away from the sheep. So she's running down the corridors and stuff, and Freddie's just like, booga. And he yeah. like, like just like stabs her, and so the so she's like screaming and stuff. Yeah, cut to reality. Yeah, and she's like screaming, and, and she's her. thrashing around. And the boyfriend wakes, then barefoot wakes up, and he's <laughs> like, "What?" And he like looks around, and she's just like, "Ah!" Having a, it's a great scene. Stroke right next to him, and she's like thrashing around. Blood starts pouring out of her stomach, right. and he like gets off the bed. She's like, "What?" And she just like slowly starts like flying up the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a cool scene. And and he's but he's like off in the corner because of the the, the technical limitations yeah. of making that scene work of her sliding up the wall and onto the ceiling. <laughs> He can't be in the room with her to sh- make that shot work. So he was work. just like reaching out her hand. He was like, Tina. Yeah. He, he's oh, like, no. It's like a forced perspective, I think, where he's, yeah, he's like in the bottom corner of the frame and he's just reaching up. He's like, Tina, no. And, and he, she's just like sliding along the ceiling. Yeah. She's like, ah. And you were just laughing. It was so dumb. This is so horrifying. <laughs> it wasn't horrifying. It was dumb looking. Oh, yeah. you were. I'm, I'm watching you on the couch just cackle. Like, oh, am I somehow responsible for her mental instability showing her horror movies? No, 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 that's not me. All right, uh, let's see. Well, man, we're already at 20 minutes. Oof. Wow. 
And we're only in the beginning I'm of the only, I'm only halfway. We won't have to go uh, play by play, but I'm only halfway through my notes. Jeepers. This movie's got so much layers. Okay, so... Um, you know the priest in the movie? After, uh, after, after Barefoot dies, his family's at the funeral, everybody's at the funeral, and the priest goes... You know, the Bible says, live by the sword, die by the sword. And then it's like, but the Bible also says, you know, there's there's grace and, and hope or something like that. I wrote down worst priest. Uh, the guy wasn't, Barefoot wasn't convicted. Now, we know for a fact Barefoot didn't kill Tina. Oh, yeah, because we watched the whole He also movie. wasn't convicted. You know, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Oh, and this priest is like, live by the sword, die by the sword, like wagging a finger at the casket. And I'm like, and I'm looking at the family. The mother and father is sitting right there, ringside of this priest. And I'm like, you jerk! Did they pay for this priest to sit there and lecture their dead son? Live by, and I'm like, oh my god, not the time or place. And they're all just sitting there with their heads down, like it's true. It's true. Yeah, everybody's got their heads down. And, it's, and I'm thinking, like, dude, you need to shut up and show some respect. If not for the dead guy, but show respect for the family that's there. I thought I had to I had to make a, <laughs> worst, a rant. worst priest ever. Well, not ever, but yeah, worst priest. All right, uh, do you have a favorite scene? My favorite scene. Ooh. Well, there are so many scenes. They were all so good. Uh, it's a very iconic film. It's hard to narrow it down to one, but you got to narrow it down to one. Oh, um, whenever. Johnny Depp was getting sunken into the bed. Oh, that's a classic scene. And a volcano of blood just pew mm. out the mattress. I love it. It's so unrealistic. Like, I mean, it, it's like Freddy just stuck him the, in a juicer. It like the blood looked like chunky and it was like, oh, that that's it looked like a smoothie consistency. Yeah, it's, it's it was like, like an that's, anime. that's so fake. It was like this doesn't even look real at all. It's great imagery. Yeah, obviously the human body doesn't carry nearly yeah. that amount of blood. because uh, I mean it's just I think they took that same room that made that rotated that made mm. Tina go to the ceiling, uh, you know, quote unquote, go up on the ceiling, and they just dumped like <laughs> drums of of fake blood, like cherry Kool Aid, yeah. through this hole. Um, and it cuts to like the bed, and he's like yeah. sinking in it, and it cuts to the blood spewing out, and then it cuts to the mom, and she's like screaming in the doorway, and then it cuts back to the blood, and then it cuts back to the mom, and that's just. I, I love that shot too, just because it's like the bed sinks and Freddie's arms come through and just pull him down. Instantly, Johnny Depp knows what's happening. He fell asleep and he wasn't supposed to. And it's just, it, Freddie got him and he's pulling him in and he's fighting. No, no, and all the blankets go into. That's a great shot. Um, and, and I also like after the police come, uh-huh. okay, and they're, you know, they call the police, it cuts to uh, a, a cop has put a bucket. In the living room floor, because up above there's so much blood, it is it is uh, leaking through the ceiling and it's dripping into the carpet downstairs. And he put a bucket, and it's like that is so ridiculous. There would be that much, but I just, I just I love that. I love that. I love that shot. It's also neat, kind of to watch. I don't really know if this affects you. So, at the time we're watching this movie, like for the first time, 1985. You know, I'm watching this movie. Uh, Johnny Depp's nobody. Johnny Depp could die in any movie he's in because Johnny Depp is nobody. Johnny Depp is a very famous actor now. But now he must live. Famous actors don't die. You know, like a known actor does not die in these movies. Jamie Lee Curtis, she don't die. Exactly, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis isn't going to die. Now, of course, sometimes that's kind of been flipped on its head because of that trope. 
But you know who Johnny Depp is. Did you uh-huh. expect Johnny Depp to die in this movie? Was that a shock to you to see that happen? Um, not, not really. No? Because I was like, well, only one person's going to live. And I mean, Nancy's oh, the main character. You're so smart. So it's like, obviously, like... Final girl. Yep. Yeah, you already know that... You, yeah. You've been around, you've been around the I've horror block I've seen so many horror point. movies yeah. that it's not surprising. No one's fooling you at this point. But I, I would be interested in showing somebody who maybe doesn't know a lot of horror movies. Like, oh, Johnny, this is like Johnny Depp's first movie. Mm-hmm. And they'll expect, oh, Johnny Depp, he's famous. And then he dies. Like, that would be like a real shock. It's like, oh. Death. And now it's just like, oh. Not Willy Wonka. <laughs> not Captain Jack. Oh, no. Uh, my favorite scene is the sleep study scene. Uh, the mom takes Nancy to a sleep study mm-hmm. to see if there's some connection. This of, is where the plot comes up. This is where they find Freddy's weakness. That if yeah. you grab him and you wake up, you can take. He can enter the material world. Yeah. If he's in the material world, he can he can be hurt just like anybody else. Yeah. Um, and she grabs his hat. I like I like horror movies where science gets involved. Yeah. And I always think and cases are known. There's the horror movie sort of mockumentary Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie, Leslie Vernon or Vernon or something like that. And it's, it's about a guy who is training to be a, a slasher guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like he does all this cardio so he can walk fast and, and carry bodies and stuff like that. And it's kind of fun. It's dark humor. Yeah. But it's, in that world, Freddy Krueger's real. Jason Voorhees is real. Yeah. Michael Myers is real. He, he keep, keeps newspaper clippings. And I like I like the idea of these cases being documented, and yeah. in, in that world, like science knows something's happening. Because later, if we continue watching these, it will become. Right now, it's only four kids yeah. having this problem, but it will grow mm-hmm. beyond that. And I like that. Things I notice about '80s parents: '80s parents are all sleazy. Uh, the the people, <laughs> these kids' parents are really shady, gross kind of people. Um, they're all alcoholics. Yeah. These perks like to wake up drinking and go to bed drinking. Uh, bizarrely unattractive. Nobody has like. I was like, why didn't they give gross... Nancy like a, a nice, handsome, buff father? It's this guy who's got well half a head of hair. John he John like, Saxon what? John Saxon Mitch of, of Mitchell fame is a. Uh, is a handsome man. He's probably the handsomest grown-up in this movie. Yeah. Uh, everybody else is just oddly unattractive. Maybe realistically so. My dad looked like Elvis. And everybody thought he was really good looking. So I might be a little biased. He looks like Elvis. What can I say? Uh, 80s parents are all really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie. Everybody okay. has a sheen of sweat. <laughs> on them and that could easily be from like the lights from you know shooting the movie but everybody it's like does no one have air conditioning is this in the middle of summer in southern california and no ac everybody's really uh really sweaty and of course they are all um purposefully stupid yep denying they are quite jerks what's right in, in front the of them yeah all these people know that that they murdered a man who kills kids who vowed to get revenge and now he's doing it, and they're all pretending like they have but no idea what happened. What I love is that they do finally realize that he's real. Yeah. And that is why I'm, I'm quite happy about that. They do. I, I, um, I think Nancy's one of the best final girls we've had so far in the genre. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you agree with that? She, she, well, I like that she fights back. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really it. The, the last, like, ten minutes of the movie is like a... 
Home Alone. Yeah. She, she, it's her like setting up traps mm-hmm. to try and slow him down and stuff so that she can yeah. she can trap him and she can tell her dad who's the police officer. He's yeah. like, he's here, daddy. I've got him. Come get him. She's got a plan. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to pull she, him like, in. She like sets up hammers and stuff and she's planning to yes. light him on fire. She's got like explosives like, in the lights. Um, yeah, she, she's got, she's got it down. She's like Kevin <laughs> in this movie. And, and we see early on she's reading a book on anti-personnel devices and booby traps. Yeah. Uh, I like her proactiveness. I like her engineering skills. I couldn't make that stuff. And and I like that she's like, I'm taking the fight to this guy. I'm not afraid. I'm going to pull him in and then and then I'm going to give I, it I, all I'm I got. I'm surprised that she, like, like cause she was like, I'm just going to bring him back with me. So at the end, she was running from him. And then she just jumps on him like, rah. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and, he's, and she's like looking around. She's like, oh, I guess it didn't work. He pops up, rah. They're <laughs> wrestling all over the bed. They're like, "Oh, get off of me!" And they're like falling on the floor, and they're like, "They're like having a little fight scene." Yeah, she's not she's not backing down from this guy. Uh, I think kind of up to this point, final girls uh, have generally lived almost by luck. Yeah. Like they just happen to to run long enough for something yeah. else to kind of intervene or something else to happen. That's I'm, I'm thinking of like text chains on Master Hall. He runs. He actually runs. Nobody else, they just walk very slowly and just so happen to be fast enough that they catch up to them. It's like they teleport. They're like here, and then yeah. they walk, and then they're here. And it's like, how do they end up catching up to them? But this guy actually like runs. Like he catches them. I feel like Freddy actually enjoys his work. Yeah. And Jason and all of them are just sort of just going through the motions. Freddy actually likes what he does. And I respect that. I like a man who appreciates his work. And I think Nancy's the best final girl so far we've seen in the genre. I think I think she's a she's a tough cookie, and she will she will appear again in future Nightmare on the Street movies. Yeah, she's pretty great. So, what are we gonna rate this movie? A, I'd honestly say ten out of ten. I'd give I'd give it uh, ten Lipton white tea raspberries. Yeah, that's what we're drinking, drinking today. Yeah, white tea raspberries. It is quite good, and I would give it ten of these. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I'm not giving it ten because it's a perfect movie. I'm giving it a 10 because it's that awesome of a movie. Do you have a hair in your mouth? Oh, okay. Like 10. I <laughs> pulled 10 fin hairs ten, out of my mouth. 10 hairs. <laughs> give, it, give it 10 hairs on my mouth out of 10. Okay, yeah, so this is right. It's Nightmare on Elm Street, um, but it is 1984. It has a lot of blood, but it's not... Yeah, you, you know, your kids... It's quite fake looking. It, it, so. it is really fake looking. So it's not um, really scary. <laughs> you know, your kid needs to be like your age. I, this, you need to be like your age. Yeah. I saw it when I was... For, but, I saw it when I was quite young. Yeah, but you obviously don't remember any of it. But if you actually want to sit down with popcorn, enjoy it with like your kids, your kid probably needs to be older to sort of, sort of get Maybe it. Maybe like 10, 11. Maybe 10. I'm getting a little soft from my I, I'd, I'd say 12. I'd say to really get it, I'd say 12. You get it now because you're older and you have friends and you understand the dynamics. But um, yeah, any younger, I just don't think they'd get it. I think it'd be a waste of time. That's where we are. If you like this, Podcast, give us five stars. Can we give shout outs on here? Can we give shout outs? Yeah. It's your podcast, do whatever you want. All right. I want to give a shout out to uh, to my friend. Hello, Shiloh. Okay. I know you watch us now. Hello, friend. Hi, Shiloh. Thank you for listening. Hey, uh, <laughs> leave us five stars in a review on iTunes. And if you if anybody has anything to say, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Katie Crip or Facebook at uh, Katie from the Crypt. And that's it. I cannot wait till next episode. Hope you all enjoyed this one. So until then, stay scary.
scary. Stay scary. Goodbye.